0: Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host,
1: Dave Ledihan.
0: Hey, thanks for the listen. Good to have you. Oh! <laughs> yeah, we've got great guests today. Shard's already and Charlie Nichols with us today. Yes, got a
1: lot of caffeine, so. <laughs>
0: also Mark Thomas, your husband who plays hey, hey. guitar, and we've got lovely Ari with us. Hi, Who's Ari. Three years old. Mommy, yes. Mommy. Say hi, everybody. Can you say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: they were practicing doing a little uh, warm-up songs, and Ari gave us the thumbs up. So That's right. We're good to go here in the songwriter connection. Woo-hoo. We're going to find out all about Char and yes. Mark uh, coming up. Let me tell you about our local sponsor, which is Mark Allen Barnett Tours. I've known Mark for a lot of years, and when I was getting out of radio and exploring, um, becoming a songwriter and really going for it, Mark is a guy that helped me. He, he really did. Um, I'd come to town, he would coach me, um, performance, how to perform in front of people with a mic, not behind a mic, um, how to write songs. I mean, uh, and Mark does this with his Mark Allen Barnett Tours, and he's been doing it a long time. He's one of the really great performers in this town. He just commands an audience, and he can teach nice. you how to do that, too. Yeah. Um, but he'll take you around, introduce you to industry professionals. he get you up singing and songwriter rounds. Uh, he will write with you. He'll look at your songs line by line and help you find the twist and keep it going. He can up your game two to three years. Nice. just, you know... Uh, a day uh, yeah. with Mark Allen Barnett. So check out Mark Allen Barnett Tours. If you're coming into town, um, you know, spend some time with Mark. You'll be happy that you did. Mark has been on our show a few times, most recently with Under the Hood, just a few episodes back. If you missed that one, check it out. Because what we did is um, Mark brought um, Angie Jolin uh, and Mark Monroe, a couple of his uh, mentorees. Uh, we wrote a song in the morning and then we went through it and showed you how we did it. And played it for you on the show. And then we did a little Nashville in the round kind of nice. uh, kind of thing. It was fun. Yeah. So check out that. And MarkAllenBarnett.com. And it's M A R C A L A N. And Barnett is E T T E at the end. If you just Google him, it'll show up and you'll find him. Mark Allen Barnett Tours. Thanks, Mark. Um, after all, um, music chooses you. You don't choose music. Music chooses you. Is, That's right. That's what he said. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Char Nichols, our guest. How hey, are you? Hey, I yeah? am
1: just, you know. L- alive I am alive I am alive yes
0: you're loving life
1: I am there are cool um, things
0: happening for you
1: there's a lot of cool things happening mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of stressful things too but you know <laughs> uh, such is life so
0: with a three year old I imagine um, you know that keeps you running
1: yeah exactly because yeah, yeah. I mean you know Mark and I always talk about the roller coaster of life and if it was just flat man would that be boring <laughs> that it would be so boring, boring. It'd be yeah, so boring. Yeah. you yeah. wouldn't want that no so we can't we you know we can't have ups without some downs and the hustlers gotta ourselves.
2: hustle baby <laughs> oh my that's gosh
1: sorry his gangsta just came out um
2: i've got a shirt that says that no,
1: <laughs> but no we're actually we're getting ready to remodel our house and uh, we've got a lot of packing up to do and we're well, really procrastinating but it's okay it's it's
2: professional procrastinators. we're hey, professional
1: crastinators that's okay. always
2: there for you you yeah, know
1: seriously true. right <laughs> eh, I'm just not looking forward to the house being erect, but you know what it's going to be worth it <laughs> it'll it's be gonna worth it be in the long run more creative we just face. went
0: through that not too long ago yes. we had a new room added to the house so uh, it uh, Yeah, I don't know how that is. That is. <laughs>
1: Ari just slammed
0: the door. Yep. <laughs> Ari's like, I'm out.
2: Is that thumbs down now? <laughs> <There
1: she is. laughs> Peace out. She's like, I'm done.
0: <laughs> sure, sure, I first met you, uh, I think, at a round at um, Camry Hotel.
1: Yes. Here in Nashville. True the True Music Room. The,
0: the True Music Room. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite places. Oh my gosh. In. I love that, that room. The sound is amazing. The stage yeah. and people that come there are mm-hmm. just, just absolutely amazing. But I heard you the first time and. I was just absolutely blown away by your voice. And I've been following you ever since. And we've had a chance to write a little bit and yes. do some rounds some together. Some good stuff, yes. So I really wanted to get you on the show because you've done some neat things. And, yeah. But first of all, we always like to hear a song. And yeah. I thought maybe I'd play your new single.
1: Please. Yeah. Please. Let's yeah. talk a
0: little bit about this. You wrote this with a big hit songwriter here. Yeah.
1: Uh, Paul Sykes, He's uh, he's been in town for several years. And uh-huh. he's um, he's been an artist. He's played with artists. He's obviously written for artists. And he he's played doing on a the lot. Today Show, I He read. did, yeah. yes. And yeah. he's doing a lot of producing right now, which is great. Um. Mm-hmm. Great guy, great artist, uh, super humble. Uh, but we wrote this several years back, actually, and just I don't know, it just never really got realized. Mm-hmm. And then uh, over the years, I just I just kept playing it out, and then all of a sudden, it was like, bam, bam, this needs to happen. <laughs> <It> so <does. laughs> yeah, so we we kind of revamped it a little bit, uh, put a little more edge to it, and tracked it mm-hmm. and I am in love
0: awesome so. I am too this is a great song had me at your kiss Ooh. turn
1: nickels We <laughs> wasted this cocktail dress lips and my heels too red to be sitting stare staring a am holding my martini glass am ah, I that exit sign if I on one time. i believe in this party and I'm leaving this party fast. I guess it took a man to ruin those plans. Cause you had me walking through guess you must have known that I was your lowest lane and that I needed to them, yeah. You're such a mystery, we may not be meant to be, for anything more than just a little bit of misbehaving, and if I never see you again, at least I'll remember when. Give my heart a chance to stop beating out my chest. You have me, and what's your name? And what's your dream? Well-
0: What a production. Had your kiss. Yes. Char Nichols, our guest Woo. on the Songwriter Connection podcast. <laughs> and it's spelled N-I-C-O-L-S.
1: Yes. Correct. A lot of people put that H in there. Dumb I think it it that's typical, but I well, <laughs> had to be different. You, you know, had, had to be, be different. I had to be different. Yeah, you so. are.
0: You're one of my favorite <laughs> things in this town. And we, we talk a lot on this podcast, how you seem in Nashville to be surrounded by songwriters and performers. Yeah. And no matter where you go in this town, you're seeing mm-hmm. the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the... Um, One of the things I really love is the impromptu things that just kind of happen that surprise you. And I remember one night at the uh, Cambria um true music room mm-hmm. uh there was a duo playing i can't think of their names
1: smoky nights smoky Knights. yep
0: they're out of uh, uh, Knoxville, uh i think right no, no well
1: i think they're out of cookville, cookville. okay yeah. so mm-hmm.
0: halfway between yeah so i remember um you just got up on stage and started singing with them this yeah. alicia keys song and it absolutely blew everybody away <laughs> i mean and you never practiced it never nope. oh come on you pra- you've done that before nope and, no first no. time
1: you know, it's just it was just in my wheelhouse, and they asked me to sing with them, and I was like, sure. Boom, I could do Never that. Never met you before, but come on, let's go. <laughs> and uh, it ended up being great. It's actually... a. It was. It's a TikTok reel, and uh, I think on my Instagram somewhere. If you guys it? look it up, but yeah, yeah, it's just a little clip, little it. snippet. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Well, let's talk about you. You started yeah. right from high school. You went to L.A. because you yeah. were going to do the music thing.
1: Yeah, I was. So I was going to be famous, Dave. Yeah. Where did you I, grow up? Famous Dave. Hey, Famous Dave. Barbecue. Um, <laughs> <where> <you? laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up in Southern Oregon in a, in a Oregon. small little town. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't wasn't much to do there. I mean mm-hmm. it. I think it event or uh, originally was a retirement town. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, whole culture of kids kind of came through there, and then born and raised, and some stayed and some left, and I was one of the lucky ones to get out. And uh, yeah, yeah figured I'd move to to Hollywood and,
2: and that's what you did. pursue. Yeah, yeah. I, that's
1: exactly what I did.
2: So, what's the first thing you did when you got there? To Hollywood. Yeah. Wax museum, right? No,
1: am I right? Am I right? No, I. What did I do? I, I had...
0: <laughs> anyway, Wax museum. Gotta go
1: there. I think I did that when I was finding my apartment. But um, no, I had a small little studio apartment, uh, one room, a, a we'll call it a closet slash kitchen. Um, pretty much and then a bathroom with a shower and I loved my shower do you remember my shower? I do remember my shower remember. was the bomb it was just a big box tall I loved it. I could spend hours in that shower <laughs> anyways that was random side note but um, first thing I did when I got there um, I think I explored the city a little bit but man I mean I was 18 I was I was really wet behind the ears mm-hmm. so uh, I latched onto to a girl who lived in my apartment building she was going to the same school I was going to go to mm-hmm. and we just kind of like did our thing for a little while i had to i had to grow up a little bit did that you? first year
0: now was it a music
2: school you went to
1: it was a music school mm-hmm.
2: um plug it plug should
1: it. i should i, sure, should I? I... <laughs> we can do it again. To uh no, it musicians yeah. institute in hollywood okay. california good um it was a lot different back then yeah um a lot a lot more free spirited i guess you could call it now it's um definitely more collegiate which mm-hmm. is cool um mm-hmm. But when I was going, it was, I mean, I got a lot of real world, real world experience. Did you? Um, the teachers were, were hard. Yeah. Because they were out there doing it themselves and they had been through it. And so they didn't, you know, for lack of a better term, pussyfoot around. What mm. They were teaching you. So.
0: Uh, vocal uh, style? and
1: uh, everything. everything. Styles. Um, I writing. mean, you learn everything from, from writing to reading to um, theory. I mean, understanding it. Performance, different styles of performance, wow. different styles of music, um, being able to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, transcribe it, um, all of that. I mean, oh, wow. you learned everything that you could. Um, and then I had the greatest vocal coach. Her name was, she went by Mama O. Mama O. Yep. Her real name was Carol Rogers. She's still, I honestly don't know where she's at now. I, I heard she moved back home, which that escapes me where that was from. But she was the epitome of soul, I mean, she really? she broke me in a good way, mm. you know. Um, my so other, do, I,
0: do I notice a little bit of that soul in your voice? Today?
1: Well, I think it's always been, been there, there, has it? But yeah. she really brought it out of me. I mean, when I went to her, I was like timid. I could sing every Mariah lick in the book, mm, but take, I, had no, I had no, I had no power in my voice, and yeah. she literally brought my voice out of me Wow. and then I had another teacher Mike Campbell who I love dearly um, he's a, he was actually a jazz vocalist is a jazz vocalist mm-hmm. amazing but he was so hard on me in my performance because he could see my potential that I refused to just let out I don't know what it was but um, he broke me in that way he broke me in my performance That's and great. I will never forget him for that because had he not and I was mad at him the day he did it too but and I told him that recently, but um, <laughs> we, he actually called randomly like a m- few months back and I told him, I was like, I was so mad at you, but you know what? Thank you. Because without you, like I would not be the performer I am today. And you
0: are a great performer. Thank you. Uh, I've watched you just command an audience. I Thank mean, you, you just, you just reach out and yeah. bring them well, in like the way the, you interpret a song. You know, I
1: like the closeness, you know, yeah. you um,
0: love, you, you love them with a song Yeah, as a uh, kid McLean, who was on our show recently mm-hmm. used to say. So It's great so um did they have you out performing did you start performing around l a then what?
1: I did um whenever auditions would come up for certain things they would push me to go do it uh-huh. um I sang with several different bands I had my own band mm-hmm. um, years later that we put together it was Carissa Nicole and the drawl right
2: mm-hmm. in the drawl
1: and the drawl because huh, we were trying to do a southern rock thing uh, And she's but... from
2: the south southern yeah. Oregon yes yes that's so, right
1: here. deep <laughs> south Oregon. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but most of the stuff that we did was was still in the wheelhouse that I do today. It's that, that bluesy kind of rock thing? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, some great great tracks on that record, yeah. and I released it, but I did it. I didn't do it digitally. It wasn't a big thing back then. I just you know did the hard copy CD. Mm-hmm. I should get you a copy of that. You can you see sure? where I where I was. Where I, I, I would love to hear that. Yes, I'll, yeah. I'll find you a copy of that.
0: Yeah, it's a cool um, record though. It's a Isn't cool it? record, yeah. but
1: um, very guitar driven. Um, oh yeah, I like that, which is good. You know, but I like guitar. Uh, our producer at the time was a, a guitar player, so yeah. it was very yeah. very guitar driven. But it's great great tunes on that. In fact, we talked about bringing some of those back just because it was so good mm. and then we changed and turned into Sun City Revival and that was more of like a Black Crowes meets Sheryl Crow kind of, kind of thing so deep writing but heavier tracks um, mm. we did a whole album um, Sad Story was our producer at the time different guy uh, developed cancer oh, no. um, and it he still he survived it. it was it was rough on him but he kind of had to stop for a while so mm. we kind of had to stop for a while and we still have that whole record, and we've talked about bringing that back out. Maybe what it
2: would take to redo it. Mm-hmm. The the problem yeah. quickly. The mm-hmm. quick problem was as he was dealing with this cancer, art the recording sessions got a little sloppy, oh, yeah. which is which is okay mm-hmm. to some degree. But to get this thing back on its feet and out there would require just an enormous amount of time without just retracking the whole thing, which right. But, but you know, have all the tracks. And, we have all the tracks. Probably you have your own studio. Right? I, I, yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I understand what level of time and commitment that oh, would be. It could yeah. take forever. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 But it. But it's also a moment you're capturing history. So these are the players. Like the guys on this record were so right. good. The performances were so good. So it's. Right. It's yeah. L A eighteen type players. Right? Yeah. 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 Literally.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Our buds. Yeah. yeah. So that is so. And cool. I don't want to lose that. You know. So I don't know. Mm. We're still in talks about that, <laughs> but there's some great tunes on that. Mm. There's one I want to bring back and perform live now because it's so bluesy and it's we so described what we do it know.
2: as Allison in Chains meets Bonnie Raitt. Literally, oh, it's yeah. like heavy blues rock. Wow. Heavy, like it's yeah. so good. And
1: you love this Bonnie Raitt. I love Bonnie. Just, Raitt. I just got to see her again. Sorry, at Ryman, on right? your table. at the Ryman. Yes, uh, second time. First time was with my other friend, David, who I told you about, who passed yeah. away. Yeah, um, So it was a good memory. We toasted to him that night. And mm. uh, oh, it was such a great show. God, I bet it was. Such a great show. She's amazing. Honesty. Yes, she is. Yeah. She op- or she or Well, she opened with her one of her newer tracks, um, uh, Made Up Mind. Mm-hmm. Great tune. And then she did an encore of I Can't Make You Love Me. And it oh. was the most intimate version, piano version. One of my all-time favorite songs. I know. And I mean, the way she sang it, I... Yeah. Yeah. I could have died right there.
0: Written by Mike Reed. Please don't. I won't, but I mean, I'm just
1: saying that was my.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll bet. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very inspired. Very inspired.
0: Well, I want to hear more, uh, but let's hear another song. Yeah, sure. We'll get back to your story. um, Absolutely. We're in LA. We'll get back there. We'll get back uh, there. Mark Thomas is here. <laughs> hey guys, your <laughs> uh, husband and he is a great player. Um, what you gonna do for us? That's debatable.
1: Right? Yeah. It's no, the- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's do the newest single, the, the one cool. that's coming up. I should say um, soon. Oh, the, soon. The next huh? release. Great. So we recorded this whole all uh, words, a uh, whole EP. Um, A couple of years back, and of course, you know, with life and COVID and... It was COVID. It was COVID. It really was. COVID put us all back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But we we recorded this a while back and I, I just decided you know what rather than just release it all at once and let it get lost in the noise I just wanted to take my time with it and go that's single by single so
0: yeah, I think it's, that's the way you do it today yeah. Right? yeah and
1: we debated that this might be the first single but we went with Had Me so this is going to be a great second single I wrote this with Bill Deluigi oh, um, well, another Bill. Uh-huh. Bill was on
0: the show not you. long I ago. love Bill yep. great writer yep. he's amazing
1: um, and then Mark Carson who's actually okay. out of Louisiana a good friend of Bill's who I met and I've written with Mark separately too but um, we were actually sitting on the rooftop next to, um, the, uh, the label Big, uh, Big Loud. Yep. Big, Big lab. Loud. And Thank this you. was a summer a couple years back and, uh, we were just discussing the music biz and how crazy it is, obviously way pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you know, let's write a song about it. <laughs> write, a, write a song about it? Like, here, here, you go. But, um, <laughs> we decided to put a little more of an introspective spin on it. So we entitled this Windshield. Mm. oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Some people might call it Shaky town cause it moves when you put your foot down. Ain't no such thing as solid ground But with my hands on the wheels I'll figure it out I got a little more faith in gasoline And an old soul song that's singing to me I don't know where I'm going But I love the way the world feels Watching it way back at me through the windshield oh, 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 oh. The road signs tell a story And I want to turn the page The midnight moon is with me all the way There are small town glories In every state of grace Every broken line Start a place With a little more faith Than gasoline And the soul soul song That's singing to me Don't know where I'm going But I love the way The world feels Watching it way back At me through the windshield Watching it way back, and me through the windshield.
0: of my favorite songs that you do thank you Sharon Nichols our guest on the Songwriter Connection Woo. podcast live around the dining room table with Mark and we need a little help from Ari hi Ari yeah she's playing a little of that guitar too is, a
1: big mountain. <laughs> is that a big mountain that's an Eiffel Tower
0: that's the Eiffel Tower you're in the dining room <clears throat> yeah that's so big <clears throat> this is our French room right here <laughs> I love it in the French connection right the French this. connection no it's the Songwriter Connection podcast yes. it's just a pleasure to have you on thank um, you <laughs> sure that is really a cool song now is it available for pre-save yet or or no
1: not yet so not yet. in about four weeks it should be pre-save available uh-huh. and then or five weeks excuse me and uh-huh. then six weeks because be, it's a week out really
2: pre-save safe. right yeah, yeah week out week and that
1: out really helps
0: again. the artist when you pre-save doesn't it, it really does yeah. yeah yeah and in what way what does that do Help well, us understand. It
1: automatically, that. <laughs> at least my understanding of it with Spotify, it automatically puts it into their library the day of release. Good. So they don't have to go searching for it. Um, it's just there. It just pops up and says, hey, new yeah. release. Right. Right? So, so but another benefit mm-hmm.
2: is it also helps you if, if you, like on your artist page, you can look at the analytics and see the places that are doing that. And that can actually help you plan out a tour or something like that because oh, nice. you, yeah. you, know, you can see where the demand is and all of that. Very helpful for DIY. DIY artist. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. DIY, yeah. I love it. Yeah. DIY artist. That's me. That's, that's me. <laughs> that's what
0: they're calling these days. I love it. A DIY artist. That's great. And you've toured all over the world, speaking of that.
1: All over the analogy. world. Uh, not for myself, unfortunately, but um, did get a lot of experience, yeah. You did, didn't you? With an old an old crooner.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> now, did you audition uh, for this uh, when you were living in L.A.?
1: I did. Yeah. Um, so... Short story long, uh, so I was teaching at Musicians Institute for, I was there for about seven years teaching, and um, the head of the keyboard department, uh, her ex-husband, such a weird story, but her ex-husband was um, the current music director for Engelbert Humperdinck.
0: Engelbert Humperdinck.
1: And he <clears throat> wow. called her and said, hey, Eng is what they called him. Enge Eng is looking for uh, a new background singer. A ah. couple of them. And so uh, he had already had um, another female singer from New York that he had met when they, because he lives there and, and she had been doing some Broadway stuff there. So he already had her. And, she, you know, he called her up and said, Hey, do you have anybody in mind? He's looking for somebody that's got like a Latina look. Mm. Well, back in the day, you know, when I was more tan and had longer hair, <laughs> um, you know, she immediately thought of me. And so she asked me if I'd be interested. And I said, uh, sure. No, nothing about this person. Never even heard the name. Had no idea. I mean, no, I was, I had no idea. Yeah. And so, um, she's like, okay, great. I'll let him know. And he traveled down from New York and on one of my breaks from teaching, we sat in a music room. He sat behind the piano and he's like, I just want to hear you sing and watch you perform. And I was like, yeah, cool. So, funny enough, guess what song I auditioned with? Uh, no, no. I can't make you love me. I
0: can't make you
1: because love me. Because why not? Of course. Um, <clears throat> so, he played it. I sang it. Um, he did some kind of like, you know, funky thing on the piano. just wanted to see how I moved. And I, you know, just did my little background dance for him. And wow. he's like, okay, great. I'll uh, let you know the the verdict, basically. And it was within a week. Really? He told me I had it. He called you got me. Yeah, and again, yeah. no idea who this person was.
0: Wow, I, I mean, was like, I'm after excited. After please Yeah,
1: me. I, well, no, it, it it dawned on me later, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I was. <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit young. Today. I was young.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. Um,
1: yeah. but yeah, I I was with him for, I guess it was about two solid years. Wow. And we went all over the place. Got to see I the mean, world, huh? Mm-hmm. What an all experience! Over. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, um, a lot of stories. Met a lot of friends. I had, a, because of teaching at that school, it's such a world-renowned you know school, meaning that it's international galore. I mean, mm-hmm. we have students from all over the world that would really? come to that school. Wow. So I would make friends with them, and I had one uh, student, uh, his name was Willie, he was Thai. And uh, he, funny enough, was a pop star in Thailand. Like, wow. he was actually famous in Thailand. Wow. But, I mean, here, you know, wasn't a big deal. Well, when we went to Thailand... I hooked up with him, like, hey, show me around, come on, I want to see the, the town. Everywhere we went was VIP treatment. Wow. I was like, I'm coming here more often. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty
0: cool. Because he's a,
1: yeah, he was a pop star, so everybody was like, come on in.
0: That is neat. I know. Wow. So, and you coached him. I did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to get into that a little bit later on, but I want to know, was it school you guys met, right? You it was, went, yeah?
2: yes. Because you talked there too, right, Mark? I did minimal teaching I was a curriculum supervisor oh, for years okay mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and he had really I did a few little
2: hair. yeah I did <laughs> I was a metal guy so I had long beard long hair I, I got you just weird
1: <laughs> now it's short and blue everybody
2: yeah. <laughs> still weird just no. different weird <laughs> no. I like the blue if I had hair, I, think I would do that yeah. 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 You know? did you
1: even notice my purple when I came in yeah I did yes I looks, changed it up a little bit
2: looks really good yeah. super natural yes so. it's
1: totally natural I went back to my natural um, <laughs> but yeah he was the the curriculum supervisor there and so
2: that's where you met yeah he was was working
1: in the library
0: was was it like the song you had me at your uh,
1: um no do you want to hear the short story yeah I do okay um I was dating a guy from Italy and I was dating um, a
2: girl from Texas uh, yes and (laughs) two different um, countries
1: you know, <laughs> being that I'm you know Latina and he was Italian, there was a lot of uh, <clears throat> ah, bulls yeah. hitting the heads gotcha. together thing. So we fought a lot. is, is all I'm saying. But um, publicly, it was oh, hilarious. Yeah, it, it was, oh we were both very passionate people, so we didn't care if anyone was watching. <laughs> um, I was also young, and you know, again, I'm going to blame everything on when I was young, <laughs> on youth. On youth. <laughs> but uh, anyway, he was working in the library one day, and I was having a really bad day, and I had to go in to get a song for a class. I would forgotten about and the guy that was helping me at the desk did not like my dramatics um you know rightfully so and I got uppity and kind of screechy and he got mad and Mark stepped in he was like hey I got this you know just pushed him aside like what's up how can I help you and he was so kind and he smiled and and I didn't think anything of it I was just like Okay, I just need this song. He's like, I got you. You know, being Mark, charming guy. He's like, I got you. You know, you're good. You're good, right? Not Mm. anybody I would have ever looked at like that because Mm. it just wasn't my type. Mm. (laughs) Well, funny story. I went home that night, went to bed that night, I should say, and had a dream. I had a dream that (laughs) he was James Bond and I was the girl that he saved.
2: Come on, you know. I mean,
1: and this is a true story. You were a Bond girl. I was a Bond girl. um annoyingly and uh, the next day again didn't think anything of it cuz you know sometimes you have dreams and you don't even remember them until something sparks you yeah. know so the next day i went into the library again for something and i saw him and it was just like everything came rushing back James Fun and, and all of a sudden i was like how you doing <laughs> yeah. and i just suddenly looked at him differently and it was all just
2: And she told me about the dream and then i was like how you doing how you
1: doing <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, it was all downhill from there. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, that was that was 19 years ago. So, mm. wow. or, no, no, we've been together 19. Uh, years. That you was, know, it's it's been that a was minute. 23 a minute. ish years ago. Wow, no. it, it, had, had, to yeah, it so. had to have been something. Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah, it was a
2: while ago. A long Let's long just ago. say it was a while ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're very young. It's fine.
2: Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we've been married 14 years now. So
2: yeah, wonderful. Which is weird because she's only 21. I'm only 21. <laughs> so
1: weird. Man. Yeah, I
2: you do that. <laughs> it,
0: it
1: was just a that... biblical marriage shoe, So I was I'm, I'm kidding. Wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, with that, we've
0: got to hear another song. Okay.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sir
0: Nichols, our guest. What so would I you like to played?
2: play?
1: Um. Yes. One second. Our daughter is asking me a question. Yes. yes baby. All right. Uh huh. Yeah. Go We're well, we gonna have to wait one minute. Can mommy sing another song? Yeah. Can I sing can I sing your song? Okay. Alright. How about Dave, how about we sing one? Yeah. That sing. you and oh. I wrote together. Oh. Okay, what's this song called? Do you want to introduce it? Here one second. Come here.
2: Oh, he's gonna tell us the name what's of the song. The name of the song. That mommy sings you.
1: Peekaboo Boo Moon.
2: Peekaboo Moon, no
1: kidding. Yes. Wow. Is this your song? Yeah. Yeah. Alright,
0: let mommy <laughs> sing it okay. She is adorable. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> the winter evening can seem to shake the memories or even the cold, maybe I'm just getting old. I look out the window, nothing much to see, but there's a bright colored hue, and I'm missing me some. help but think of when we thought we had forever, when we stood and searched among the cloudy skies together to find that peekaboo moon. sleeping and you're probably wishing that time could stand still but it never will on that frosty window your fingers trace a heart like the ones I once drew there's so much of me in you of our peek-a-boo moon. The book. Oh,
0: Char Nichols is our guest, or Thomas, her husband on uh, guitar. Uh, yeah. Speak of a moon, the story behind that when we come back after this very short break. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host,
1: Dave Linehan.
0: Tara Nichols is our guest. Uh, I tell you, um, that song, every time I hear you do that, just... <laughs> tears my heart it's
1: just fantastic <laughs> oh it's a good one i'm yeah i'm glad that we could sit down and write that
0: and i'm not saying that because i helped you write it it's well, the performance you know. i'm talking about Aww. you because know, you just you just nailed it um Thank you. It's, it's fabulous Thank that you. idea let's talk about that idea of that song when i heard that i knew i had to write that with you
1: yeah um so it was a children's book and i remember sitting with mark i think we were reading her a story Yeah, and something sparked and I was like man that would be such a good children's book peekaboo moon and we looked it up and of course it's already a children's book because (laughs) duh and I said but I don't think anyone's written a song like that Mm. so I wrote the title down sat, sat on it for a little bit and just tried to figure out like what would the story be and all I could keep like thinking about And I don't, I don't know why, because you don't want to speed up time ever. Mm. Um, But I just kept thinking about the future and, like, you know, realizing I don't have much time with her while she's little. Mm -hmm. And I just suddenly fast-forwarded to the future and just went, like, man, what's it going to be like when, you know, she's a mother of her own? She's she's gone, and what Mm -hmm. little memories are we going to, you know, hold on to now that will just last and Mm -hmm. last? And Peekaboo Moon came to mind, and it was just one of those.
0: If she is Those, um
1: <laughs> that's just a printer you Yeah, good. i think it's a
0: story that every young mom could can identify with yeah, really. Yeah. really every mom really really yeah for sure for yeah. sure
1: and i just love the idea of you know i just feel so blessed you thing. brought
0: that to the table yeah i'm
1: just i'm yeah blessed that you and, and eric, eric helped Stuckey. me uh yeah, yeah help me write that that Eric's was a
0: great artist he's also been on this show yeah so i um, love eric
1: he's i good. wanted to talk
0: to you about your vocal coaching sure
1: um, <clears throat> I'm, like, sure. I'm sure there's so much we can,
0: we can learn. Um, uh, and, and for people, especially just starting out because you can damage your voice if sure. you're not careful. Sure. And, um, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to just use myself as an example. Okay. All right, usually in writer's rounds around town, you play three, four songs and then you're done. So you try to pick out, you know, which four songs am I going to play this time? But, um, this past weekend, so I'm mm-hmm. playing at this place and I did, uh, five songs in the writer's round. And after it was all over, we found out that the artist couldn't make it who was supposed to perform that night. Oh. So the owner says... And you
1: didn't call me. No, I'm saying. I should <laughs> have.
0: I should have. Oh, because he said, well, would you do it with me? Oh, nice. And I said, well, sure. So now I did five already and I'm going to do 11 more songs. Oh. And by the last couple songs, my voice is getting a little
1: sure. husky
0: and a little tired and a little scratchy. because I guess I'm not used to that. But could it be a technique thing too?
1: It could be um
0: listen to dave getting the advice
1: i love it bro. um i but
0: this could help you too i
1: honestly i have a harder time singing for a long periods of time when i'm sitting mm-hmm. you know and i was sitting yeah and that's a, that's a big deal because i mean it, it's it's everything comes from what i call the core of your voice which is your diaphragm right right um so you know if, if you're sitting you're just kind of crushing on it you're not getting the the, the good wind intake that you need um right. But other than that, you're also more relaxed, so you're you know less likely to put a little bit more into it. Um, that's just my experience with so it. So your advice would be to stand. I would say if you're going to do something that long, definitely get the energy, the blood flowing in your body.
0: You know it's so interesting because uh, you know I put I host a writers' night here, and uh, I always do the live Facebook live so people can see where we're at. Sure. Are. And in um, most songwriters in the sound will sit at mm-hmm. a chair and sing. I don't yeah. know what it is about that, but that's what we do in Nashville. Yeah. And I have one guy who always comments, tell these people they should stand when they sing.
1: I love I it. Get on you, man. Yeah. Um, so you recommend the same thing? I do. And, you know, I used to stand for writer's rounds. It's been lately that I've just been sitting more. And I remember the last writer's round I did with you at yeah. 12 Keys, I was so tired. Uh, That's one I should have stood for. Yeah. Because I barely had the energy to muster three songs. But but then again, I think about it. If it's three songs, you know, I can get three, through three songs. Of course it is. Um, yeah. I would much rather stand and be... More energetic. Um, of course, there's a lot more that goes into that with sure. technique. I mean, where are you singing from? Are you so tired that you're singing from your throat? Or are you mm-hmm. in your mask? I mean, there's there is so many other little things. But right. that's use, a big deal. That that one's a big deal.
0: Use the whole instrument, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is really everything. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, you're as good as, as what you're putting into it, so to speak. You yeah. know? Um, if you're feeling too relaxed, a little lazy, mm-hmm. then guess what your voice is going to do? <laughs> you know, if you're feeling energetic and... Lively, your voice is going to be energetic and lively. So, so you
0: still do vocal coaching in this I, town, don't I you? do I yeah. do, yeah. So people can contact you online.
1: They can. Like. I'm I'm limited with my student intake right now. I've got about seven students. And, wow. you know, I did it for so long when I lived in L.A. that I just got really burnt out. I mean, I think I had 30 students mm-hmm. a week. Wow. That's 30 hours of teaching voice. Wow. <laughs> a lot
0: that is a lot yeah but I think you probably learn a lot too from, from teaching sure I always did yeah you know.
1: um, don't yeah. take it for don't take things for granted for one because um, I had to teach a lot of youth that I say youth they weren't kids they were just young um, that just didn't really take it serious and I remember being there I remember just kind of being like yeah, I don't really need these voice it's like I don't really need math you know that kind of stuff I don't really need these voice lessons but I'm glad I, I did it glad you did huh? yeah yeah. Oh yeah, because it stuck with me. You where, know? Do you,
0: where do you start when someone comes in? I do um, to learn Where to sing better.
1: do So you I have a I have a weird method, and you know I share it with my students. I don't usually share it too much out because most instructors probably are like, "What? That doesn't even make sense." I have a method that I call feel singing. Feel, feel. So before you're listening to yourself, before you're even worried about pitch, I want you to feel everything that your voice is doing. Mm. I have to feel everything my voice is doing. Um, I have about like three quarters deafness in my left ear. Really? Yeah, for years. I mean, this is from lots of uh, ear surgeries and things growing up. Wow. Um, so I can only rely on muscle memory. I can only rely on what I'm feeling because there's a lot of times I'm on stage and I can't hear myself.
0: You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. I never knew that.
1: I just I just can't hear it. And so mm. I have to feel where I'm at, mm. you know. But more so than that, I need to feel that I'm doing something correctly. Because if I'm not feeling what I'm doing, more than likely I'm going to do it wrong, right? I'm going to push, I'm going to strain, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So
2: mm-hmm. when I
1: teach, I teach from that method. I teach from okay, let's feel what's going on in your voice right now, what your where your resonance is. Let's feel all that before we worry about pitch. The mm-hmm. pitch will come. Let the pitch come to you. That yeah. kind of thing. So well,
0: that's interesting.
1: That's how I start.
0: Kind of like people. baseball. Let the pitch come to you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let the pitch come to you. Exactly. <laughs> Keep your eye on the ball. Wait, no, it's yeah. <laughs>
0: That is so, very yeah. interesting, sure. Mm-hmm. really is. Yeah. How has um, the vocal training and everything that you have, does, has that affected your songwriting? And how do you bring that into your songwriting?
1: The vocal <clears> training? <throat> um that's do a, you? That's a, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's, a, that's a great question. Is that a, a conscious question.
0: thing when you're writing?
1: I don't think it's a conscious thing. I, I think sometimes I will write out of my wheelhouse. Mm. And when I say wheelhouse, I mean like vocal wheelhouse. Yeah. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I want this to be like, Aretha, or whatever. I want this part. And, and I can get there, but it's just not it's, it's not something that I should ever write for. <laughs> does that make sense? It does. You know, I've, I've had people bring me songs with a melody, and I can take that and just go blah and blow it up. But sometimes I have to get out of the mindset of writing for how I would sing something. I got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I need to kind of let the spirit of the song come to me. Wow. Speaking of, mm-hmm. I finally finished the movie Respect, Last night. Did Have you, you? seen that? I haven't that? seen it yet. I've got to. It's you. so good. Um, yeah. Just her her whole creative process, mm-hmm. literally what I just said, just taking a song that you know somebody brought her and she sits down at the piano and she just puts her own feel right? and spirit. Yeah. yeah, And I'm just like, yeah. yes, that's that's, that's how it. I need to write more. Yeah. Wow.
0: We need <laughs> so, to watch that then. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a good one. I'll be on my list. Uh, maybe, maybe next. Yes. Yeah. It was good. It's um, streaming out there now. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, I I try not to be super conscious of the vocal stuff. I, you know, I, it's so funny. Do you have a certain go-to when you write? Like, do you write for with a melody in mind? Do you write with a guitar line in mind? You know what I mean? Like, what's your default?
0: I think, first of all, I I was, I would start usually with a melody. I was always a melody guy. Uh So a lot of times I'd start with the melody. Yep. Um, Sometimes it would, it would be the lyric. Yeah. because something something pops into your head and, and you know um, but lately it's been about the idea like yeah. you brought the idea Peekaboo Moon and I'm like mm-hmm. oh I want to write that yeah. that's you know and we can do that mm-hmm. um, and then I just pick up the guitar and then I you know where is it taking me what am I hearing you know right and uh, hopefully a melody falls out right. and um, and then we, we just polish that lyric. So I think it happens a lot of different ways sure. for me anyway. Yeah. Is that yeah. the same with you?
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like the more I'm, I'm more creative and it's been years since I've written like this where I've just sat down and wrote lyrics. Yeah. No melody in mind. It's really hard to not, to shut that part of my brain off though. As I'm writing lyric down, I'm like singing it. I'm like, stop That's it. It's good exercise. Um, <laughs> yeah. But just write lyrics mm-hmm. and then, you know, maybe... Hey, Mark, I, I I need something that's, like, upbeat, a little bit bluesy in this key, and then just have him start playing something to see if it matches up. I gotcha. That's I'm more creative in that, right? But when I force a melody, like when I force, um, this is what I'm hearing melodically, now try to put a guitar to that, and then he, he's getting it, and I can't quite verbalize what I want. Oh, it's yeah. so frustrating, right? Yeah, and write. we've gotten yeah. in many, like, little tips, because it's like, I don't know what you want. I'm like, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I've been
2: trying to teach her to speak guitar for many, many years.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, no, can you go to a different chord right here? I don't know what chord, but just a different. I'm it's gotta be different. A different just something different. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, um,
2: I'm like, just yell numbers. Just give me a number. Give,
1: you know, 11. 11. No, wait. That's... Take it up to 11. <laughs> Let's that's do an, an 11, chord. <laughs> <you go. laughs> 11 chord. There you go. I need an, an 11 chord. That's exactly what I've been missing the whole time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I go different methods, but lately it's been, yeah. It's mm. like I come up with. A word and a melody right away. Like I was showing him something on the way here that I wrote coming home from a gig the other night. Wow! Because <laughs> my radio doesn't work in my car. Thank you, Jesus. Honestly, it's a blessing because sometimes <laughs> after gigs, I'm like, I don't want noise, and I, I and then my creative it. brain comes out. I get you. So I started singing yep. this song, and I turned my recorder on because I didn't want to miss it. And I was like, I don't know where this song's going. Mm-hmm. But I'm like in the, you know, as immediate words. The wind of the immediate, road yeah. That uh-huh. does
0: that, you know, and you get yep. real creative. Yeah. So Mark's at the guitar. Let's let's do another song. You want to do another and, song? And yeah. We'll, let's we'll go. Wrap things up, but I want to talk about the exciting things happening with Mark.
1: Absolutely, days, so, absolutely.
0: Which
2: song you want to do? For
1: uh, what do you want to do? You want to do an oldie?
2: Um, which one? Man. <laughs> <laughs> one need a capo okay
1: we don't have to do I, that I got know. one
2: Uh-oh, he's Here calling it out I haven't right played there. this in a minute don't yeah. know how it'll go we
1: pulling this one out huh? this is an oldie man this was actually my first release this was in Nashville um, oh good good um, but uh it was under a different name I rebranded obviously so well, that's good Um yeah but this one he, this one has a great story actually Um while well, he's tuning and doing his thing um I wrote this with a friend of mine, Steve Mitchell. Uh, he's a writer in town. I haven't written with him in years and loved writing with him because he thought so much outside the box yeah. that when I could bring an idea to him, it would turn into something I wouldn't even have thought of. Wow. Um, and this song was very personal to me. I sat on this idea for several years before bringing it to anybody. But I wanted to write a song that kind of honored my grandmother. Wow. And... You know, I, I tend to hide my stories and my songs. They're not they're not obvious by any means. But this song was to honor my grandmother, and it, it's just about an old kind of love. That um, as long as you take care of it, nurture it, you know, do it the right way, then it'll last forever, right? Oh, sounds great. So uh, we entitled the song "Antique Heart." Oh yeah. Two,
2: three. You can hear me. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I counted in so quietly, guys. Here we go. I love that. Read.
1: Don't make promises that you can't keep. Your sweet surprises don't mean much to me. You've got game, but I play with the best So I'm standing here with my arms across my chest You call me every day and then you'll stop It's a modern twist on love me, love you not I want to go much deeper like, show you what I'm holding back inside. Of mine, I don't like this game of touch and go. If you say you're coming back, you'd better show. This old soul is not made out of glass, it may be fragile. and In-
0: podcast, Ari's oh, with us too. What a great song. Fantastic Thank song. Thanks Thank for the story behind it of too. Of course, yeah. Before we go, I can't, I've got to just ask you, Mark, if you get got some really exciting things happening in your life right now, uh, and maybe you can talk just a little bit about it, uh, Boomtown Saints, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah Tell us about uh, them.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm the guitar player and music director for a band called Boomtown Saints. Uh, we just recently did a thing with uh, Warner Music Group, and now we're about to gear up and be... Be rocking and rolling here, pretty, pretty hard for a minute. So, um, so I'll
1: be auditioning guitar players. <laughs> yeah. um, just oh. hit me up at no I
2: <laughs> No, what you know? What would be great is, is you need uh,
0: background singers because I know a good one.
2: <laughs> probably <laughs> yes. And no, the coolest thing, without talking too much about what's going on, one of the coolest things is everybody in this band is super grounded. Everyone is really. Like, you know, we're all family people, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So the goal would Love be that. eventually to be able to do this all together, everybody involved. Wouldn't that be cool? The the two main guys, Chris and Ben, who I know are going to be on this podcast very soon, hopefully, right? Yeah, i um, to get them. Yep. Mm-hmm these two guys are are you know one of their main goals is looking out for everybody in the band and their families which is like you know somewhat not i shouldn't say unheard of but it's a really cool thing it is a cool so thing. part yeah. of our goal is you know if we succeed we want everybody else to succeed along with us so you know that's all that's, boats that's
0: rise with a tide that's right? it man yeah. and
2: that's mm-hmm. the, that's the plan but we have a, a single also coming out um I believe it's July fifteenth. Called "All Trucks Go to Heaven." It's oh,
1: like, such a good song. I've it's heard a, it's that. A cool,
2: yeah, it's a yeah. cool song. It's cool. Got a lot behind it, and um, hoping you know, hoping it does good things. So,
0: I wish you all the best. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. these guys are great. And mm-hmm. remember the name Boontown Saints. Boom. That's Right? Yeah. Boontown. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> good. <stuff. laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you for being on the show. Thank you totally for having yeah. you. Great Thanks, Dave. songs, great voice, great singing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank,
1: you thank you, thank you.
0: Yeah. Thanks up, for the uh, capo. You're welcome anytime, yeah. Uh coming up next time we've got Flat the Flat River Band. Have you heard Ooh, them yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my oh, yeah. gosh. These guys yeah. are amazing harmony. Um so they're coming up next and uh we will be uh catching you real soon on the yeah. Songwriter Connection Ow. broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time
1: on Songwriter Connection.